and welcome to the official Sea of Thieves podcast. I'm John McMurtry, the head of video production, and today I'm joined by not four as we usually, but three lovely people, starting with... Uh, Joni, executive producer. I'm Mike Chapman, creative director. Where is everyone? <laughs> you're, you're over there. <laughs> it's the middle east. <laughs> <laughs> just off there, just behind your shoulder. You're on that one. Shelley Preston, associate design director. Now... Shelley, this is the first video you've been in where that's your job title as well. Ooh, it's actually not. It was there on my... On, on what one? One of them. It no. was. Was it? Mm. Really? Yeah, it was. Well, it's first podcast. First podcast then. Okay. Okay. Already in. seen it. Already. Mm. Well, let's make a big deal about it yeah. then. Let's <laughs> just not make a big <laughs> deal about, about it, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, now, I, because it is Christmas themed, you can see we've made all the effort to decorate the tavern very festive. Um, I do have my festive sack here, um, branded. Very nice. And I have gifts for everyone. What's that? Really? Yeah. I really have gifts for everyone. And because it's Christmas, you know. The everyone. Morning. Everyone watching. Uh, well, every, everyone at this table. <laughs> Look under uh, the chair now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At home, just check under it. No. <laughs> um, and because it's Christmas, you know, the appropriate thing to give people on, on Christmas is a nice pair of socks. So oh. A pair of socks for you, Joe. Oh. Save thieves. Oh, well. That's winning. And uh, a nice pair of socks Ooh, for you, Mike. There you go. A nice pair of socks for you, Shelley. There you <laughs> go. Genuinely really excited. Uh, Thank you. And, and I have one extra little gift in here as well. Let's just see if I can get it. It's in pieces, annoyingly. But if we just construct it very quickly, I'll do this as quick as I can. <laughs> uh, yeah, just to talk amongst yourselves. Uh, there you go. It's roughly someone, right. Someone but it, <laughs> let's have a look. It's a <laughs> well done. I'll put it the wrong way around. Now, now I get the intro yeah, that, exactly. that was wrong. This was a. Uh, there we go. Now you can be the like an eighties bank like manager. I'm going bright red. There we go. <laughs> but yeah. So you can have that on your desk. It needs to be on your desk. Oh yeah. When I <laughs> on display. Yeah. That is Just carry it around with me. What, there was no expense spared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can tell it looks like it's about to fall apart. But really nice. When I ordered <laughs> it, I was just like, it looks like the one from that video we did with you in black and white. And I was like, well, there you go. That's the one we're having then. It's all led to this moment. Shelley. It's all led. All <laughs> this was, hard that, work. That was the manifesting. Yeah. That video. So my, my my festive sack is now emptied. Um, Thank you, John. But, uh, Are we wearing these now? You can try and put yes. them on now if you want, but maybe save them, save them for later. I'll save, save them for later. Oh, God, I broke <laughs> it. It's the thumbnail. I broke it. Is it sorry? Right? It's not an omen. <laughs> oh my god, it's all books in As long as you fix it, that's the then it's fine. Oh, that looks, Perfect. Oh. That looks great. <laughs> I think can you put a palm underneath? I've it got a meeting at three, by the way. Just oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> keep this in. Keep this in. Keep this in. Keep this in. There what do you want me to do? Just smile. Smile, it's a thumbnail. There you are. Mm. Amazing. Very lovely. good. It is lovely. Very nice. It's very, very embarrassing. Put <laughs> <laughs> So now that you've all, uh, all got your uh, presents, you've got your socks, and Shelley's got her lovely plaque there. She'll be displaying that proudly on her desk. It. Yep. So yes, let's um, let's start our festive quiz. It's not festive at all, but it's a quiz at a festive time. So. <laughs> What I want all of you to do, um, in order to get my attention, because I will be calling, you'll be competing against each other. It's man, man, every man or woman for themselves. And I need you to make a buzzer sound. Now, it has to be a unique buzzer sound. You can't have the same buzzer sound as someone else. So I'm going to ask Shelley, what do you want your buzzer sound to be? What now? What now? Right, okay. What now? Mike, what do you want your buzzer sound to be? <laughs> Great. <laughs> and Joe? 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh, right, great. Okay, so you've all got... Those two, when lemming. they start, what? those That's two are going to be quite... Let's, mm. let's, now, let's figure out Good. whether you actually remember your buzzer sound. What now? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, now that we've established what your buzzers are... <laughs> <laughs> those, those two in quick succession. <laughs> Let's do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Right. Do it again. Okay. Buzzer sounds at the ready, everyone. What now? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Everyone's got their buzzers <laughs> locked. Like your sound, then what now? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, uh, okay. All right. We're going to start. Gonna Wait, start so you ask a question. And you've got and to make that. If you, if you know, if you know what... Instead of just saying the answer, we're inserting <laughs> you've got this a, extra step. Yes. No, yeah. so, to, so that you get the right to answer. I'm redesigning it on the fly. Are you out if you get it wrong? mechanical reason. Yeah, it's you're out for that round. Locked out for that comedy. Yeah, you're locked out for that round if you get it wrong, though. So you only get one attempt. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah, so first question. genuinely quite nervous. First question. Here we Don't go. Look, you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my mouth like that. Be easier. <laughs> <laughs> Great Photoshop opportunity as well. Okay, so this is a, this is a nice easy one. You've played the game for how many thousands hours? You should know this. <laughs> no <Yes>. one buzzes. <laughs> what equipment item is at the bottom of the first page of the item radial menu? <laughs> Mike, uh, spyglass. That is incorrect. You're locked out. Okay, I'm going to... What now? Oh, oh Shelley, yes. Is it the fishing rod? It's not. Okay, oh. Joe, this is up to you. It's a free chance. You've said... Um, what did you say? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, lantern. It's, I know it. I know it. You can't say it now. Okay, so you all got the wrong answer, but what God. did you think? Shovel. It was, it was the shovel, Shelley. Yes. Of course it is. Kinesthetic. Deep down. Down, yes. down, down, of course. My mind went back through it then. What was it on down? The shovel. So... The next one. I feel like a failure. There are many answers to this, and I'm only okay. looking for three. Okay, so if you can name me what, three. One of the three. Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what? there's going to be there's like twelve potential it's answers. It's really confusing. There's Jack. twelve potential yeah. answers here. I only need three you to need get. The, so you give me three answers to get the question right. Okay. Okay. So, can you name three variants of cannonballs? Hi. Oh, Mike. Yes. Curse cannonballs, chain yeah. shots. Well, come on, let's name That's the individual cursed cannonballs. It's got to be. Yeah. Do you mean specific? I mean specifically. Yeah. Okay, jig ball. Okay. Chain shot. Mm -hmm. And grog ball. Yeah, okay. I'll accept that. Yep, that's great. Mike gets the points there. It's correct. It's correct. <laughs> you could have had uh, peace ball, helm ball, ballast ball, rigging ball, barrel ball, phantom cannonball, flame phantom cannonball, all that stuff. So. There we go. Mike has one point. He is leading the way. All right, next question. Is that the only one we've got? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shovel was late. Can I get like 0.2? <laughs> so next question. Everyone buzzers ready? <clears throat> I thought I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Where does a player have to go to start the Heart of Fire tall tale? And who is the first person that you speak to? Oh, Mike, yes. Grace Morrow, Morris Peak Outpost. Morris Peak Outpost is correct, but who's the first character that actually speaks in that sequence in the talk? Oh, shit. And you've got it wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> like, okay, we're throwing it open to uh, Shelley or uh, Joe. I know who it is, but I don't know her name. It's the tavern keeper, but uh, I don't know her name in that one. I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you uh, does it begin with a T? Is she? It will begin with a T. It begins with a T. It does begin with a T. Of course it does. I'll give the point to whoever can get closest to the name. Go for it. Uh -uh. Right, Joe? 
It's not Tasha, is it? It's no, it's not. Ah, it's Tallulah. It is Tallulah, yes. You're out. <laughs> yeah, you're out. <laughs> You've Shelly gets the point. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas. You didn't, you didn't. It just came to me. Like, oh, yeah. Christmas. What now? Tallulah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So the next question then. This one might be a little bit harder. Um, how many coins, um, gold coins, does the legendary curse cost? How many, how many gold coins do you need to spend? Come on. I have no idea. Take a guess, anyone then. Remember you got a buzz in? I won't accept an answer without a buzz. <laughs> yes, Mike? <laughs> He's thinking so hard. 150,000. No, that's incorrect. Okay, it's open to... Give us a higher Yeah, can you give us a higher It's a higher. Mm. Right. Ooh. Who's going to buzz in next? What now? Oh, Shelley? Yeah. Um, 499,998. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give that to you because it's so close that I feel like you knew the answer and you were just going... No. It's, it's 500,000. I was going to say that. Wow. You've, you've stolen the opportunity so, yeah, um, because your expression on your face gave it away. <laughs> so she was really close. <laughs> That's why I added the night. No, <laughs> I know you were like, right? Okay, this is the this is the this is the final question, <clears throat> and uh, this is worth uh, ten points. So everyone's at wins. Okay, <sighs> remember your buzzers. <laughs> Now, there are multiple answers. Again, I'm looking for Terrible three. Terrible game design. I'm <laughs> looking for three. Uh, so, from the original E3 2015 announced trailer from Sea of Thieves, there were many gamer tags on display. Oh. Can you name, can you give me three of those gamer tags? Hey. Oh, Mike, oh. yep. Shelly Pressgang. Yep. Incorrect. Oh, I was, Incorrect. I was on the wheel. You may have been there, but not with Shelly Pressgang, you weren't. Oh, oh! So that you're locked out, unfortunately, Mike. It's now open to Shelley and Joe. Well, Joel. that would have been one of mine. What now? Um, Cannibal Chris? No, sorry. What? what? Cannibal Chris? He's a classic. <laughs> um, hold on. So here we go, Joe. No, what did I say? What was my thing? I've forgotten. I've, I've not even answered the question yet. Okay, Joe. Let's see if you get it here. I've got. I've forgotten now. Um, Sprinty John, was he in that? No, he, was on, he wasn't in that one, he was he? He was in the, the later one. Is that the one with Cannibal right, Chris? Okay. Oh, you're right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cannibal Chris and Sprinty right, John. Okay, I'm going to open it back up to all you get a shot again. Mike. <laughs> one Chappers. Yes. Oh, yeah. one of them. Yep. Yep. Real Beano. Oh, yep, that's, oh, that's another yeah. one, yep. Dread Denno. Yep. Oh, he's gone back yeah, in. Yeah, gone back in time. Oh, we're, we're talking really no, old. Yeah. yeah, I thought so, this, it was no, like no, the, right. you know. The, so the options you could have had were Laura Lutz, Grog Mails in there, wasn't it? Grog Mails eighty nine, Grog Mails eighty nine, One Chappers, Real Bino, Singing Chris ninety six, wow. Dread Denno, Viva Ryan P, Shelley Presto. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen Victoria and Joe Eight T. That's it. This is a Bandela effect. Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria. It was Press Gang. What? There was someone called it Queen Victoria. It was Press Gang. Yeah, it was that was Shelley Press Gang. No, no, it was Queen the... Victoria. That was... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, forgot. Yeah, yeah. I remember Laura Lou. Shelley, Shelley Presto. That was Victoria. Hey, Presto. Mandela Effect. Well, <laughs> I think um, because that was such a shambles, you are all winners, and it's Christmas, so everyone's a winner. Oh. Uh, Mike's the real winner, You're but um, <laughs> so everyone's the winner. Well, well done, done Mike. Well done, Mike. Well done, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're free to now uh, have the mince pie of your choice. Uh, you don't need to, but no, I wouldn't have the one that's like 
Yeah, bursting out. Leaking. Well, mm. no, that's, that's a good sign, isn't it? <laughs> it's because it's bursting with... Mm. Bursting with flavor. festive spirit. Mm. <laughs> the ones we've all been laughing and breathing on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> I see there's probably quite a bit, <laughs> quite a bit of accidental... Um, Objection. Spittage. Mm. So let, let's, let's, um, let's chat about highlights for the year then. Yeah, I think, I mean, certainly a variety of things that we've done this year. I think obviously season nine, the opportunity to go back to the sandbox and give it a bit of a spruce up and a refresh. Mm. Like world events are incredibly popular. The chance to go back, that was, that was good. Obviously the social focus of guilds alongside the, you could argue the solo focus, but the narrative focus of Legend of Monkey Island, I think. The variety of things that we've added feels good. I would say that, and this is always the kind of challenge that we're dealing with, which is the time that it takes to plan these things out in detail mm. and when and where things will land and the complexity it takes sometimes to bring these things to life. I think the f when we look back on 23, like the balance of the year mm. in terms of what we've added, I'd say we d I don't think we quite got that right. I think, I think the, the the kind of revisiting season nine was a great opportunity. We were incredibly passionate about uh, collaboration with Lucasfilm and Disney with Legend of Monkey Island, but I think the you could say that we've neglected the sandbox a little bit. Mm. So, yeah, I think stuff we're very proud of. We're proud of what we've released, but as we look to next year, there's definitely a a kind of refocus on the kind of content that we want to add mm. and where we've underserved. I'd say. Okay. Mm. Interesting. So, it wasn't really a highlight, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I I that's, I, honestly, I think I think it's best just to be open about it. I think that's where our heads are at. Yeah. Proud of what we've done, yep. but allows us to refocus on what we need to do now in the coming years. Yeah. yeah so, like, what are your highlights been for the year, Shirley? Too many to choose from. Honestly, I think like we've done so many, so many cool releases this year. But I think for me, like personally, having. Um, been really invested in, spent a lot of the time on the team with guilds and how much of a colossal effort that was for the team. Like there was a lot of work went on behind the scenes for that. So to see that finally land in players' hands and people making their guilds, that was a huge highlight. And then I have to say, um, it's it's still early days yet, but safer seas as well. Just the the kind of step change for Sea of Thieves and and what that can can do for Sea of Thieves for players in the future um, and everything that it brings, I think, is just massive. So those are two big highlights for me. Let's just chat about that for a second because you mentioned Safer Seas. So, like, what was the, the thinking behind Safer Seas when we decided, all right, okay, this is something we're actually going to go do? I think, well, we know that because of the nature of our game, at its heart, being a shared world sandbox, mm -hmm. one of the most community requested, the most community requested feature since launch has been the ability to play mm -hmm. in a private world. People say PV servers people are asking for more or less the same thing, which mm. is the ability to have the world to yourself and have adventures uninterrupted. And we've talked about it on and off over the years on whether, like, would we ever do something like that? How would we do something like that? And I think there's a, the, what's different about today over five years in, the audience that we have, the way the game has grown to the size of audience that we have, I think... The way we think about Sea of Thieves now, and don't don't groan when I say this. Now you've heard me say this quite a lot, but if if you like pirates, there should be something in Sea of Thieves, sea of Thieves for you. Mm. So the game is 
grown both in its law, its storytelling, what it means to our players. You know, even going to things like Sea of Thieves Fest, you realise the impact that the world has on people. And rather than say so doggedly to that original, very pure version of the world that was just shared world that will always be the heart of the game that's the aspirational way to play sea of thieves but can we give people another window another doorway into that world mm -hmm. and a backdrop to that is the game has grown incredibly diverse and complex there's so much content in the game there's so many systems to engage with <clears throat> and even from a tutorial perspective, there's only so much we can do to teach people mm. the richness of the game. Yeah. So that idea of giving people a new route into the game, a new way to learn about the game, felt like the right way to position it. So we kind of found, honestly, a way that we could make ourselves feel comfortable mm -hmm. about supporting something like yeah. that in a way that the positioning of it sat really nicely alongside the core way of playing the game, which is that shared world. So, yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, like as, as being part of those conversations, we've probably had the same debate, conversation, argument like once a year, every year for, mm -hmm. for, for a number of years, right? About like, is this something we would do? Is it is there the right, is it the right time? Is it the right thing? And it, I think just over time, kind of, um, it it became harder and harder to answer the question when someone was like, "Why can't I just play this Disney content with my kid or something?" Or why can't I yeah. play in this safe way? Like it was just there were so many sort of examples of questions people asking. It just became harder and harder to basically go because we said a while ago we wouldn't right <laughs> and like and um and i think to your point about just the 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 real thought that went into how do we make this fit into sea of thieves now and meet the kind of like the questions and the asks and, and the kind of goals of players that want to come in and play a bunch of this cool content whilst respecting the the sanctity of the of the kind of shared world and yeah. what sea of thieves is and will always be um so and i think like you know like obviously it was a, a topic of conversation when we announced it and continues to be as, as, as we've released it. But I think it's landed in, pr in pretty much the best way possible yeah. Um, yeah. for such a big change yeah. to what Sea of Thieves is, right? So yeah. like kudos, kudos to the thinking and the, and the implementation and of how we went and did that. Cause I think um, it's, you know, it's the best version of what we, yeah. we could have done there, I think. So, and, yeah. and you're right. It's a really tricky thing to land. And I'm curious, Shelley, like as you sort of like look ahead now, Right, and you're going, mm -hmm. okay, we've got these two existing modes and we've got high seas and safer seas. When we're planning out content for the rest of the year, how do you yeah. how do you factor that into your thinking now? I mean, to kind of come back to, to what you were both saying there in, in terms of it being that, for me, that kind of perfect way of doing it. Like it's the it's the way that just has made sense and it's at the right time and the right way. And I think that also helps set us up for the future with things like that. Because we have a very clear vision of what Safer Seas is, what it's supposed to be, mm. what space it's kind of creating for people and what high seas is and what space that's creating for people. So as new things appear in the game, you know, um, the Skull of Siren song was being developed at the same kind of time as we were developing Safe Seas. Mm -hmm. It's quite clear to say, well, that that's clearly a, a PvP-focused piece of content that doesn't belong in Safer Seas. So it's, it's, a, it's a kind of case-by-case -case basis, but I think because the two kind of seas have their own clear identity, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be, you know, relatively straightforward for us to understand where content should fit. Yeah, awesome. And I, I was going to say as well, I think the main thing for... For our players to take away is like we see Safer Seas as the kind of the ramp, the doorway into the Sea of Thieves world. It isn't a a separate mode in terms of it's going to develop separately. 
it is a way to get into that core Sea of Thieves experience. And, and in contrast to some of the lessons we learned over the years with something like Arena, mm-hmm. where the game diverges into two very different game modes and you're maintaining them both separately, mm-hmm. we don't want to be in that position where yeah. Safer Seas has exclusive features yeah. that... And, and, I under, and I understand the discussion in the community around, oh, this would be a great way to bring back adventures or do narrative content. And we want the impetus and the encouragement to always be play on the high seas. Mm-hmm. But if you play safer seas and you never make that leap, that's okay. Mm. You, you know, Hopefully you're still going to have a magical Sea of Thieves experience and that that's great. Yeah. Um, but if you love the game and you want to play it long term, there's enough incentive to to make the jump to high seas, which is the main way to play. And obviously, Safer Seas was the most recent thing we've added, but you did just touch on Skull of Siren Song there. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't had a podcast since Skull of Siren Song was added. How did everyone think that went down? I'll go to you first, Joe. Oh, it's great. I loved um, Hippo uh, like oh, using using Briggsy's, so good. <laughs> using Briggsy's costume and just hiding and seeing people do that. Just genius, right? And it's exactly the sort of just... It's, it's the sort of thing we know can happen when you yeah. start giving out like rewards <laughs> that are those cosmetics. You kind of know that's the sort of thing that might happen. But to see it play out and to see him announce it like the jackass kind of thing, which is just, <laughs> so good. This is the Briggsy seal or whatever. Yeah, the Briggsy cosplay seal. Um, really made me chuckle. I thought it was fantastic. But it's you know it, you put those ingredients into the shared world. It's the sort of stuff that can happen, right? And that is to your point about you know safer seasons and unramp to to um to the high seas like that is sea of thieves like that is it and it's heart in its nutshell so I, I loved all of the play tests that happened all of the internal kind of stuff that happened there the different teams that worked on it as well both here and in our code yep, of partners yep, yep. as well um that, that kind of worked together to make that i think it was a, a fantastic addition and yeah like uh, i just i love to see the stories come out of it and uh uh yeah so Great work and kudos to everybody involved, <laughs> as well as everyone out there playing it and uh, having fun with it. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've an update. We've I think we've all, in our own ways, described as like a classic Sea of Thieves update. Mm. Mm, yeah, and I think what we mean by that is the like at its heart, it's so simple. It's a chest that needs a key, and there's next mark the spot map. But that's not the gameplay. The gameplay is what happens in between. Mm, yeah. That just creates the space for the real stories and the gameplay to happen. And I, I can't believe it's taken us over five years to to the idea of like sharing a map. And we've talked about it, but delivering it in that way almost like a new kind of world event where it's delivered to your ship. Yeah. I think it's a really interesting area where we can explore. We're, we don't have anything planned. This is not a sea of teas. <laughs> but I do think it's a... It's a way we can think about an alternative style of world event in the future where you are bringing the whole world together, the whole server together, around one singular united goal. That so, shared maps thing, though, is something that we've wanted to mm, do for a long it time, is, right? It is, yeah, but yeah, packaged it nicely. Yeah. And you touched briefly on it, Shelley, but I was curious to hear what the other guys thought about when guilds come out, when, at the start of Season 10, any highlights from that, any... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> guilds is guilds is another example of a feature that we probably talked about before the initial launch. I think we prototyped it to some degree, didn't we? But the that idea of a a system that allows you to create a social group in the game mm-hmm. where your relationship with others exists outside of a session. It's like again, it's one of those features that it's taken us a while to do, but it's something we've talked about for many years and. The complexity of that feature, there's so much to land around solidifying that social bond, creating the identity around it, 
it's a great thing for us to build upon in the future as well. Now we've got the concept of these social groups mm. working together. So yeah, another another thing that we've wanted to do for a while, mm. and like the, I'll, I'll link it back to what I said earlier around maybe not getting the balance right of content that we've added. There's been a, a focus on now's the time to do these things. Mm. Now's the time to build these foundational systems that are going to pave the way for the future of Sea of Thieves. Uh, uh, maybe we just did them all too fast. Maybe we just didn't get that balance right. Um, and we've got stuff stuff in development now that's really focused on expanding the way that you can play in the game. Uh, but beyond that, like getting that balance right and focusing more on the sandboxes where we want to be. Mm. Yeah, let's let's just chat a bit about that then. Actually, like, can I just yeah. quite say my favourite thing about hey, cool. uh, about guilds? Just looking at the names, all the guild names and stuff, right, and seeing how many are in the same. So. Like, I think we all know what the number one was, right? That was in there. I've forgotten now. Yeah. Um, Straw Hat Pirates. Was it? it was. It was. Yeah. Uh, the amount of people that named their guilds the Straw Hat Pirates. Yep. Which is interesting. Is what's that about? I don't know. I like, know. Uh, and it, it, was, it, was, it was like right around the release <laughs> of the series. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, like, it's cool. It is, it is great, right? And um, and I think I tweeted about it, but I, I actually love watching the, the One Piece series, right? The, 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 the kind one, of yeah. Yeah, the live action one on Netflix yeah. and everything. Cause my first introduction into that world, apart from seeing loads of profile pics on Twitter with, uh, <laughs> with the with the with the hats on but um but no it's it's kind of fun to see like people again like who love that world in our world kind of role playing and using guilds to kind of to express their love for it and stuff so yeah it's uh no that, like I, I love that like that was that was definitely the sort of one i can't remember like all of the others but it was it was interesting <laughs> to hear like even beyond that actually think seeing some of our people in our community who were kind of creating community guilds almost outside of yeah, just the exactly. system are going hey let's all let's all name it this way and we can start creating our own sort of rules and, and hierarchies and stuff kind of out in discord or everywhere else it's like that kind of creativity is amazing right? where guilds is at the moment and the functionality guilds has right now is that kind of where we see it stopping or is that something we would expect i think as mike said like it's a foundational system and i think our focus is going to be like more on expanding the sandbox and areas of gameplay there but i think like guilds are a system that has got more to give if you can see if tease it that way got you. Got you. <laughs> nice so you mentioned obviously mike maybe not getting the balance 100 percent yeah um i was just curious to get joe and shelley's thoughts on that and kind of what we've learned from this year that you're like oh maybe we could have done that bit better yeah so i think i'll start with a a kind of a metaphor that i was chat I, I was talking about yesterday with these two actually but um uh that <laughs> you know where it's going don't you? yeah no but but Live, like running a live game, like running this kind of ongoing game that's live all, all the time. People are playing it all the time. There's things happening, like things we plan, things we don't. Um, and having to kind of just like almost just keep going as that flows along. Like it yeah. kind of feels that like at times that you're just sort of in this river flowing along this fast flowing river and you're just kind of just trying to keep your head above water and dodge the things that are coming and find things that will get your head a bit above more and you never get a chance to just jump out and go <gasps> and breathe. But but actually like at the end of the year, especially kind of once, you know, we ship um, Safer Seas, that's kind of our final release and it starts to slow down a little bit kind of as people are starting to head off for Christmas. You really start to get that time to think and reflect um and so i'm kind of i'm in that sort of mode um at, at the moment right but um in fact yeah finally jumped out the river for a little bit before we dive back in in, in the new year but um because because it, it is that it's just that fast-paced thing is that you, you kind of quite often don't get a chance to stop and think and yeah and so i think you know probably 
especially maybe the second half of this year or something. But, you know, as, as we've been kind of observing and listening to sort of sentiment in the community about what the content is that's coming, about some of the delays that we've had, about um, some of the bugs and challenges, like there's been the cheating kind of topic, mm -hmm. there's been hit reg as, as, as an ongoing thing, um, you know, amongst other stuff. But, and so... You kind of just, when that's happening, you're just trying to react and trying to go, what's our best plan? What can we do whilst we're still working towards delivering this, delivering this, delivering this? And But you're starting to think ahead, right? You're starting to think about, okay, like while we try and um, just deal with these things and kind of ma and, and deliver the things that we're working on, okay, how do we fold this into the plans for, for beyond? And and so, and it can be quite bruising right, for, for us as a team to, to you know, to, to, to sit there working on what stuff that we're like, this is cool. And then people are like, yeah, but I want some stuff in this area. I want stuff in this area. It can be, it can be quite like, all right, like um, maybe I'll get off to Twitter for a while or I'll, or I'll kind of just, just to kind of, you know, protect yourself as, yeah. you're, as you're working towards um, the things you're working on. Um, we're in that place now, though, as we look at the as, at the new year, I think our plans are very much about, right, let's really kind of, let's kind of listen, because I think it's fair, some of the feedback is fair, right, about that we yep. haven't quite managed to find yep. the right focus and the right split um, and the right rhythm of delivery um, uh, for our players. And so um, our plans for the next year are very much in that space, right? It's about, okay, cool, fair, fair feedback, we hear it, we're listening. Um, so really looking at how do we go reinvigorate the sandbox? How do we um, make sure we're on top of those hot topics and we're really kind of working through those and delivering those and we're not, you know, do it, making this the easy mistake sometimes of actually prioritizing cool stuff versus fixing things that are going wrong yeah, a bit yeah, and yeah. stuff. Like, because you can kind of sometimes get yourself a bit too excited about yeah, stuff. About stuff we've never done before. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a bit of an Achilles heel yeah, for us. That yeah. temptation to go, oh, we've done loads of sandbox updates. Let's do something they'll never expect. Yeah, and like, yeah. it's not always the right thing yeah. for the community. Yeah, yeah, no, you're yeah. totally right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So I think yeah, we're definitely in that reflective mode and listening mode, and and I think. You know, as, as we look at the year ahead, trying to get back into that regularity of delivery and making sure that we kind of meet that that expectation of regular seasons and, and, and regular releases, that we really kind of reinvigorate the the, the, the sandbox and kind of listen to that kind of um, core feedback. Was staying on top of any any of those hot topics and, and really making an, a, a, a kind of dent into the into the hit red like yeah. topic, honestly, yeah. like of all of all other things, like along with the anti cheat stuff we've already talked about. But like that hit red thing is proper proper kind of getting a bigger focus yeah. than ever before. Um, so. Yeah, it's um, but it's like I said, it kind of it's gonna be it can be tough running at this because it's such a just you never get a chance to stop and breathe and just kind of and so but like I said, at the end of the year kind of gives you that chance yeah. and um, uh, but yeah, it's been a you know I think I know, I know it's been a mixed year for the, some of the community right in terms of sort of sentiment and that makes it a mixed year for us too right <laughs> in terms of because we we live and breathe that right yep. so um, but. Uh, it's 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 nice to have that time to just breathe and look at the year ahead and kind of um, I think we've we've got got some exciting stuff that I'm sure we can do some CFT thing on in a little yeah, bit about yeah, for the, for the year ahead right why not um, it's, it's Christmas yeah um, let's give give out some little gifts but, um, yeah <laughs> just to stay in this for a second longer then I think mm -hmm. like you said part of acknowledging player sentiment is literally that, acknowledging and yep. obviously something we've done recently. Yep. It's not here today, as you might notice Shelley's by herself at the <laughs> table, but Drew has obviously had a, a spot in Sea of Thieves News for the past few months now, mm. and that was part, obviously, a part of a push to sort of say, we know this is, a, and we're, we're, mm. we're, we're trying our hardest. So why do you think it's, well, obviously it's obvious why it's important, but like, how open can we be about some of this stuff, do you think? Like, so I'll quickly jump in and I'll let, I'll let you both kind of hit that one. But it's that's something that kind of speaks close to my heart because 
if I think a couple of years ago, a few years back, I used to speak to the community very regularly, yeah. right? I used to do the weekly dev updates and everything. And and it got to a point where that was just like there wasn't enough to talk about. And I was just filling time talking about stuff, right? Every every Tuesday I'd come here and record things. Um and arguably I'd say that that we've probably like well we have we've taken too long to get back into that rhythm when we started getting some of this stuff emerging mm. and I think again that speaks to the like we're just running to keep kind of we're just always sprinting and running and you don't really get a chance to go on let's find the time to go do that yeah. but I'm really glad that we have now and I'm glad that Drew's kind of taken that by the horns with the community team with the video team to go right let's get back in front let's start talking about this you know I know there's been a lot of people internally going we should be doing that more yeah, yeah, yeah. so finally finding time to do it is great and I think Drew does a great job do, doing it as well um, and kind of fronting up on some of the, the, the harder topics to talk about yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah but I'll let other yeah I mean there's, there's some things we can't talk about mm -hmm. um, yeah strategies and, and things we're taking on board when it comes to the, kind of the cheating situation. But there's obviously some things that we can talk about, and I think yeah. that's why Drew's section has been so useful. I think beyond game health and kind of the integrity of the experience, which is, as Joe mentioned, a, a renewed focus for us, um, a huge focus, I think just being able to get ahead a little bit more and inform people about what we're planning feature-wise yeah. is something we want to do a better job of in the future, yeah, which is actually sure. laying out a... You know, a bit more of a plan. Um, maybe not so not so detailed, <laughs> but uh, like what what the shape of the year is going to be, yeah. uh, and what kind of features that players can look forward to. I think that's important as well mm. because when we're so close to things internally, mm. and you know what players are going to get this this month, and they're going to get that in the next season, you have to remind yourself that players have just got a very very short horizon of what the next season is, mm. and we, I think we need to do a better job of inspiring and exciting for what's coming next yeah. as as a designer like how do you, do you find that challenging sort of revealing things a bit earlier than sometimes we've maybe done in the past Shelley no oh, I love it <laughs> <laughs> makes me less likely to do it by accident <laughs> and now I do because I think like to 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 some extent, obviously, you don't ever want to... Th things change so much on, like, a day-to-day -day basis when you're developing features. And so there's you have to be mindful of, like, sharing, I guess, the overall intent or the shape of features, as Mike says, without necessarily details because they can change so so rapidly but I think um I think being more open like it's part of our identity I think if you think back to whiteboard Joe it's mm. like <laughs> it's like be, but being open about that stuff and I do I think we do tend to do a lot of we talk a lot when we've released features or we're releasing features we'll do the podcast or the deep dives and we talk so much about why we've done things the way we've done things or what yeah. the thinking was yeah. but the more kind of um I guess like player to player like the exploits or the the kind of very very kind of gnarly details about things um i'm i think it's awesome that we're doing that now with drew because i think that's kind of a bit of a bit of a gap and it's um just important for people to know like we do get it and we are listening but we we probably just haven't communicated that out in a while yeah. and can i actually can i just looking back i was just thinking a bit more about lessons and about what we've learned this this year and so if you think about guilds was a, one of our biggest most complex features that we've done like probably ever right um in terms of mm -hmm. just the different amounts of different types of teams working at how it connected so many different parts of the the game together kind of under the hood and and we look at captaincy was another challenging one kind of a, a, a year ago. And so those are two those are two big lessons for us that actually going and doing something big and complex and new um, mm. that, that we that is kind of one big feature that is not yeah. just a, an array of different things that enrich a sandbox for something. Um, you know, it's, it's one big thing like actually just going, hey, we're going to tie that to a season and we're going to go deliver that in this time frame. 
is really hard and if, if not impossible, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can only scale it down so far in terms of what you want to deliver. And after after a part of time, you're like, that's that's it. That's the feature. We can't go any further yeah. than that. And we've just got to deliver it. And kind of Guilds was an example of that, right? Um, and so you end up just going, we've got to give it the time it needs. And when that's tied to a season, then the season moves and everything kind of shuffles out of place. Um, and so like that, like that as a lesson being like, we aren't going to go take like a big mm -hmm. feature like that and tie it to a season future. If we want to go do that, we'll kind of, we'll find a way to spin it up with the team and just go like, here's what we think the kind of core is. Let's go work at that. Let's have like a window when we think it might ship. And then as we get closer and we start to get more confidence certainty, that's when we start thinking about, okay, how are we going to go and release this as part of our rhythm? Mm -hmm. Whereas when we're looking at seasons for next year, we're very much going, right, how do we kind of think about just in the planning stage, how do we make those scalable? Like how do we have different kind of levels that we can take that to mm -hmm. And it will still be like a great season yeah. so that we can have that regularity of rhythm. So I, because I, I know, you know, you hear feedback in the community of just remove, you know, separate all your features from seasons and, and do that. And it's like, um, and probably some people on the team would say the same, but, um, <laughs> <clears throat> but you know, you want, you want at the start of the season that the reason to come back or something yeah. to excite yes. you, something to, to kind of, that sh that's going to give you something new to kind of, to play with. So we want to make sure we do that, mm -hmm. but then make sure that we can deliver that regularity. And so that's, that's something that we're just, as we look into the year ahead and beyond, with, with like in all of our planning sessions, it's a real thing. We're kind of going, how do we do that? And we're really pushing ourselves to make yeah. sure that, that we have that, just that regular rhythm of releases for people to get excited about. And, and so our planning is really taking into account everything we've learned over the last couple of years, which is, you know, yeah. uh, uh, that's, at, that's at our level at the, the kind of leaders of the project level. Yeah. Kind of, you know, we set out with those goals. And so when that doesn't get delivered on time, that's on, on us, that's our accountability to kind of, yes. to, to, to kind of understand. It's yep. like, it's not, not anyone on the team that's going to deliver against that. It's kind of like we, we plan that at the, the highest level. And so that's us, that's on our accountability to take that into the, the future planning. So. Yeah. And a collection of things that are scalable is probably the closest you're going to get to appealing to a broad kind of CFE's audience. I think one of the things that we are aware of is there actually isn't a magic recipe. Mm -hmm. There isn't a recipe for this is exactly what the community wants. Well, this is what this part of the community kind yeah. wants. Mm -hmm. But you, you're never going to get that recipe where everybody just loves it. Everyone's at different stages of their pirate journey. They've got different tastes because the game is so diverse and mm -hmm. so broad. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think yeah, Captain Seeing Gills definitely speaks to that, that one massive immovable feature mm. that's huge, a huge investment for us, like time and energy. Um, and it'll land with some people and it won't land with everyone. So we need to be a little bit smarter about what we go after. Mm -hmm. You mentioned there, obviously, that there's feedback from the community around topics like that. And like, I happen to have um, some feedback from the community in front of me here oh. and questions as well. Um, I'm going to start with something um, that... Is this podcast live? You didn't tell us. They've been, they've been listening, in and uh, they are not impressed. <laughs> um, this is actually one I'll, I'll throw this to Mike because right. this is quite lower focused, but it okay. might also. Ooh, I'm excited. Be a potential sea of thieves. Oh, um, okay. With Flameheart's eventual Ooh. return, Ooh. will not we? He's not coming back. Oh, right, okay. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Actually, left the scene. With his, <laughs> with his eventual return. <laughs> yes. Uh, will we get any more Reapers and Skeleton cosmetics? It's a cosmetic question. Uh, yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, when we uh, yes, we we haven't followed up very fast with that stuff. Mm. But there is when we added the Skeleton cosmetics to Skeleton Curse in the first place. Of course, the 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 thinking in mind was that was a a track, a journey, a progression that players will go on. Um, so you will see that expanded in time, yes. 
the another one here, and I, this could be to anyone, but um, they're asking about whether the Kraken is ever going to get a little bit of TLC um, because other world events got a bit of love and attention, um, but the Kraken really hasn't had much done to it in a while. Is that something we would ever consider? Oh, oh, I think, oh. I think that's a, a, it's a symbolic question in terms of where do we want to spend their time? Got you. Should we go back to a feature? I mean, full disclosure, I would love to. If I could pause time, I would love to go back to the crackers. I'm sure many of the team would love to as well. And, and honestly, I know this doesn't answer the question because it's locked away in a tall town. It's not sandbox value. But that was part of the motivation yeah. for featuring the Kraken so heavily mm -hmm. in the Sunken Pearl as part of the pirate's life. And again, you don't see it outside of the tale, so you could argue that doesn't count. <laughs> but that, that was kind of where the thought process came from. I, I would love to. I think... I think doing something like that, like that, though, there'd be an equal part of the community asking for something completely fresh and new. Yeah. So never say never. Um, I think myself, a lot of us would love to do something like that, but we just got to have that balance in mind of, do we just want something completely new to invigorate the sandbox? Well, it's funny. You mentioned this tension between mm. the desire to focus on new things and sometimes to focus on mm -hmm. things that are in need of attention. Like, I'm curious, Shelley, what your thoughts are on that tension, that balance there. Like... The tightrope, <laughs> tightrope walk. Um, yeah, I think, well, I don't know what to say beyond the fact that it is a tension and a balance. Like, as Mike said, like, we've literally had quite deep conversations about the Kraken mm -hmm. and about potential things to do there. But as Mike said, kind of came to the conclusion that at that moment in time, mm -hmm. it wasn't the right thing to do. And I think it, timing comes into it as much as anything. Yeah. It's like, when is it the right time and the right, you know, uh, the the right kind of time in the calendar and the right amount of scope that we've got on a team to, to kind of be able to tackle some of that. But I think it's something we just need to bear heavily in mind as we look to next year, right? Like yeah. the balance between, you know, TLC for the for the old school, <laughs> while also invigorating and, and doing new yeah. stuff. And, and I think, like, right now, with where we're at, with everything we've shared about 2023, we would prioritise freshness and newness. Mm. Yeah. I think the where, where the Kraken sits in the gameplay, mm. like, separate the fact that it's got tentacles and it's that tone, a sea monster, it's something that, it's an emergent surprise moment that happens out there on the adventures. Like, we could go and enrich that, but are there other parts of your journeys that need more enrichment? Mm. Arguably, yes. So I don't think we prioritise that right now, but never say never. It would be nice to go back one day. Mm. Now, this is another... It's interesting because these a lot of these questions talk about going back to, and reinvigorating things that are already in the game. There's a question here about, uh, is there any chance that we could get a Hunter's Call emissary uh, mm. and maybe Meg voyages with Hunter's Call? Ooh, sweating, <laughs> sweating, sweating a little bit. Um, I think like we we don't have plans to do that next year, mm. um, or certainly early. Um, but um, it like it, again, it's one of those things that comes up. Like there yeah. there are certain things that come up over and over again. Time but time will time will kind of tease them out, and I'm sure like we'll do more things with Hunter's Call at some point. Um, but it's not something that's kind of on the radar right now. And it's hard to explain why without being able to say all the cool yeah. other yeah. things as to why. But I will point out that if you do have a guild emissary, you can earn emissary for fishing and Hunter's Call activities. So it's yeah. kind of a little bit of a Hunter's Call emissary. <laughs> stealth, stealth way of yeah. doing it. And all I, all I will say is there's um, 
and there's no there's, we've talked about plans there is no specific plans at the moment but around the hunter's call but i think an observation we have made that i'm sure the community will agree with you which is not much hunting going on in the hunter's mm. call is there there's lots of fishing and cooking <laughs> but that that the role of being a hunter in the world and hunting things is mm. is not really there um it's so it's reserved for players isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it is I, I, and i just think that that is a huge creative opportunity yeah. that kind of yeah. moby dick style mm. of sea monsters and hunting it to be a huge investment um we've talked about it but yeah no plans at the moment but being able to do that justice and kind of do yeah. it properly yeah. is kind of above and beyond like that some of the smaller aspects of hunter school yeah uh, this is the last one I'll take from the community here, um, and this is another lower one. Tough. Lower one for you, Mike. Where's Flameheart? What's he doing? What's his morning routine? Did you add the what's the morning routine? No, no, no. That was <laughs> um, deep. We yoga. talked specifically about where he was yesterday. Yeah, if you so. Oh, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to make some stuff up. Um, <laughs> meditation. <laughs> fire walking. Fire walking. Big fan of yeah. fire walking. Um, <laughs> he's. Um, he, he's on his Sorry. way. He's on his way. He's on his way. No, no, he's... Um, yeah, I mean, players will have noticed the orb. Oh, aye. <laughs> 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 they will have noticed the, the orb at the Reaper's hideout. Mm. And while we won't be having an orb stream this year, keep an eye on the orb. Oh. for what's happening with Flameheart's plotting ah. and how we will eventually emerge in the Sea of Thieves. So yeah, keep keep an eye on the orb and keep talking to orb it. Orb confirmed. Orb confirmed. So that was a that was a mini tease. Is there any other teases? Like so you you've yep. you've all actually sort of subtly alluded to a change in maybe the sort of style of update for the beginning of no, certainly the first half of next year. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about that that we players can maybe expect? I think okay, so I'm going to start with I think as Joe said the the, the focus on hit reg mm -hmm. and improving the reliability of that. Like got work to do there. Like that that feedback from the community on how what it actually feels like live when we roll out improvements that we're confident in, mm -hmm. how does that then propagate across the community and what's their actual everyday experience using it? We've got a we're going on a journey with getting that right. If we're able to do that, there's an exciting space with how we could expand. It gives us a license to go expand weaponry alongside what you traditionally consider tools in the sandbox. Yeah. So Love to love to add new weapons to the sandbox. Love to add new tools. Um, Flameheart will feature yeah. prominently, and I will say, like Flameheart, not just in the sense of you don't do one update for Flameheart and then Flameheart's done to the end of time. Uh. But I think the start of Flameheart's back, and it's the start of what he's up to and what he's doing. But that's going to grow over time, and other features that relate to Flameheart. So yeah, I think the yeah. Tool, sandbox, flame heart. I think that kind of sums up the focus for 24. Without giving details away, Shelley, what excites you about next year? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> On, honestly, the flame heart, flame heart, flame heart is a very exciting part of next year. Mm. Um, but also for me, um, season 11 next year is super exciting. It's one that you perhaps you wouldn't think it on paper, um, but actually playing that and seeing like a, a kind of very um we haven't talked about it have we so i'm no, trying to no, be no. very <laughs> talk around it yeah. it's it's just 
awesome and it changes um, kind of at a, at a um, fundamental level mm. some very key things about Sea of Thieves. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. So, yeah, season 11, which is... January. January. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, like that's it's almost kind of that's almost one of the last fundamental kind of big season yes. pieces that we've been working on. Right. Like with Guilds was one. And Systemic. Captaincy was one. Yeah. yeah. That big sort of system yeah. uh, sort of change to Sea of Thieves, which we feel kind of puts the foundations in for the next the next phase um, of, of Sea of Thieves, the next five years. Right. Um, and um, and. You know, it's it's had a real clear focus behind it, right? Yeah. In terms yeah, of actually, the impact could be huge. Yeah, it is a, it is a huge yeah. fundamental update. Yeah, you know, and um, so for you know, for people coming back to see if these playing Sea of Thieves, the how how Sea of Thieves will feel now in yeah. terms of just going out on voyages, the ability to have shorter options, shorter session options. Um, so you know, Sea of Thieves at, at its height is a very long average session length game. We know this, right? It's you have to set aside an evening, a, a whole day just to kind of go and have some fun and get some kind of, you know, some satisfaction out of it. We think that Season 11 actually gives a kind of fundamental shift in that. Um, and also for pe people who are new to Sea of Thieves or coming back after a long time, actually just generally how that surfaces mm. like where stuff is and, and brings up to, to the surface a lot of the stuff that exists in Sea of Thieves. Yeah. It's like it's a, it's a fundamental shift and change and we won't go into yeah. to too much detail around there but it is it's kind of the last one of those that yeah. then sets us up as we head into the rest of the year mm -hmm. which is when that focus on sandbox and and like Flame Hearts Return and and, um, and some of the combat stuff Michael Lewis do but like there's there's like that it, it sets us up really It's a really well exciting year. It is, it is. And it's like, if you think Safer Seas is one of the biggest changes to Sea of Thieves, yeah. Season 11 is, is even more so. It is. Mm. It is. Like, yeah. It so. is. Uh, uh, yeah, like you say, in January, that's the way I've always thought about it, is it's the last time that the kind of, the boundaries of the world and the things you can, the things you kind of do at the highest level kind of expands. Mm -hmm. And then it's all about enriching. Yeah. Enriching variety, interest, sandbox. It's all kind of filling the game below that. Um, so, like we are like captaincy guild safer seas. What season eleven is? Is these are these kind of expand what like, what you can do in Sea of Thieves? Now you mm -hmm. engage with the experiences, but then it's about more new experiences. So it sounds like um, there is a lot to look forward <laughs> to next year for sure. Like yes. a lot of exciting stuff, like you say, we've had a lot of foundational changes this year. Time to enrich the sandbox next Indeed. year. Well, that's us out of time on the Sea of Thieves podcast. So thank you very much for joining us. If you've been watching us, remember to hit that 4K button to see us in extra crisp detail. Um, <laughs> if you've just been listening to us, I apologise. Um, but uh, yeah, that's us for the year. So we're going to see you in 2024. Um, and yeah, it'll be a great year. Join us again. <laughs>